0: Welcome to Fearful, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear, and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko, and this is Fearful. There exists a video game in this world that does not actually exist. It is simply a fabrication of the human imagination and generally regarded as a hoax. But proving something does not exist is impossible as there is no evidence of it in the first place. And since it cannot be disproven... That leaves the door open for the possibility that it is, in fact, real. This story takes us back to 1981, in the heart of Portland, Oregon, in the United States of America. The arcade industry was a booming and fruitful business, pumping out billions of dollars in profits by the quarter, 25 cents would be put into a machine and the user would have a chance to play their chosen game as the lights flashed and the sound of bells and digital clicks and pops rang through the room in which they stood. It brought challengers together to pit their skills against one another. It also gave an esteemed sense of accomplishment and bragging rights to whoever could put their initials at the very top of the list of the all time high score board. The games were contained in cabinets that had a CCTV installed and fixed with joysticks and a full board of buttons to go along with it. The side would be adorned with an elaborate piece of art showcasing the game's protagonist. And best of all, the name of the game was placed at the very top on the front, often lit up brightly in colored lights that glowed like a billboard on the dark evening nights. It was there, in the busy and elaborate maze of lights, that stood our game in question tucked away in painted black with strange and unusual markings, as if it were possibly a fictitious language created specifically for the game's promotional material. The cabinet was also said to feature a unique control system that used buttons, joysticks, and a trackball. The game's graphics were allegedly said to be highly advanced for the time, with bright colors, complex patterns, and intense strobing effects that cause dizziness and disorientation to any of its users. The game in question is simply called Polybius. Presumably, Polybius was named after the ancient Greek historian who was born approximately in the year 200 BC. Amongst the sea of these flashy cabinets, Polybius and its sleek black design stood out amongst the rest when it was initially put in its place. Perhaps it was a difference in appearance that drew in the crowds of young gamers. Or maybe there was some more unearthly allure. Either way, the players soon began lining up for the opportunity to play this new game, and many would describe something very different in terms of what the game actually was. Once a new player stepped up for their turn, a coin was placed into payment for the slot and a new game was prompted on the screen. Reports described various things, such as a strange fast-paced shooter-style game. Others talked about complex geometric shapes or puzzles. Each person who played, despite the claims on the game itself, would feel very sick afterwards. There were claims of strange and disturbing side effects from players, their effects alleged including headaches, nausea, insomnia, amnesia, and even as far as hallucinations. It was also rumored that some players became addicted to the console, leading them back to play more and more time and time again, even despite their reoccurring symptoms. Addicted players were not the only visitors to the cabinets, however. Reports of men dressed head to toe in all black would periodically be seen at the machine. They would be seen accessing restricted areas in the game's menu or opening up rear or side panels. The running theory states they were collecting information of sorts information that may have been gathered from the individuals who played the machine. While the type of information that was allegedly being recorded is completely unknown, we may be able to turn to the game developer name that has been associated with the game since rumors ever first whispered about its existence, for somewhat of a clue. A mysterious company called Sinishlosen, which is a sort of quasi-idiomatic word which means in German, Sense Delete. If we take this at face value, this could explain both what the men in black were after and the strange symptoms exhibited by the game's players. And it would mean that the game Polybius was not a game at all, but means of testing potential, mental, visual, and perhaps even psychic tests on its players. As word of the strange game began to spread around the local arcade gaming scene in Portland, the game would suddenly disappear from its location. Where it once stood for a few weeks was now a barren spot and it has never since been seen again. This is certainly a rather interesting tale, but the question still lingers. Is there any truth to it? Well, in 1981 when the game had made its debut in the arcade scene, there were no forums for easy communication or documentation amongst gamers, let alone cell phones to give mainstream access to photographic evidence in the form of selfies with the game cabinet showing blatantly Polybius in its background. However, as the sands of time pass and technology advances, we eventually have these things which gives way for the topic to eventually be brought to the surface decades later. There have been countless doctored images and videos claiming to show screenshots of gameplay footage directly from the Polybius ROM or read-only memory. Some would come forward and reveal themselves as being part of the development team involved in Polybius. However, each claim or each piece of evidence inevitably would either be proven to be fraudulent or it would lack any factual evidence to back up their claims. It would, however, feed the legend of the mysterious game and allow it to grow more and more into what it is today. And now we are at the point where it can be commonly found referenced in pop culture, such as the cartoon shows The Simpsons or the Stranger Things video game. The nice thing with a history developing on the internet, though, is that whenever something gets put on the internet, it is now known forever, leaving a fingerprint in one form or another even after being deleted. A YouTube user by the name of Stuart Brown and creator of video game essay focused channel, Ahoy, did some very in-depth digging to see if he could track down where Polybius was first mentioned. Regarding online and in physical print, he wasn't able to track anything regarding Polybius back into the 80s, nor even the 90s. And perhaps that's because of its timeline, the internet of course was not yet born and the game was only being talked about in rumors and in whispers. What he was able to do was find the first time Polybius seemed to be documented in any form of text, which seems to be March 3rd, 2000. It was from a website called Click2, or now known as Coinob. Coinob is a video game resource page that had its first article on Polybius, which had a capture that showed a modified date of February 6, 2000, saying, New edition. Anyone heard of this game? Could this be the origin of Polybius? Stewart identified and reached out to the individual who was responsible for the article on Coinop and was unable to get any answers. If the game was just an urban legend, it seems this could be where the myth was born. In fact, there are sources who have proliferated the story and shared the article that was originally posted on this website. They claim the original poster would send it to them and ask them if they knew of anything. They would in turn share it with their listeners, their readers. And from there, it seemed the story only grew. All fingers seemed to point to this original article. But why would this be the place? Why would someone falsify such a story? Would it be simply for personal gain and laughter? Or is there really some truth behind it? There is, of course, still a very real possibility that the game is not a hoax and its story simply lived in the shadows until someone happened to be the first one to talk about it in print, and it just so happened that this is where it was birthed, in print. After all, Different government entities across the globe have been accused of many occasions of harboring interesting and rather unusual technologies. With the rise of video games in 1981, it would seem almost natural to want to use it to your advantage to run any tests you might want on your civilian population. In fact, now that we say it out loud, maybe Polybius was simply a precursor to what the government has put into all of our smartphones today, giving them access to monitor and test us at their whim. Maybe Polybius did exist, and maybe it's still around today. We just simply aren't aware.